Greetings, friends. My name is John Morris. I'm the radio station manager for WBVM 90.5, known as Spirit FM, in the Tampa St. Petersburg market. And I'm in studio with Teresa Peterson, who is the executive director of communications for the Diocese of St. Petersburg. There are some exciting things coming up in the Diocese of St. Petersburg this summer, and the groundwork has already been laid for almost a year now. Tell our friends about it. Sure. Well, the Diocese of St. Petersburg is hosting the Catholic Media Conference. This is the first time we've ever hosted this conference, and the Catholic Press Association has been organizing an annual conference for many, many years. And this is the first time we're hosting, and we're very excited to be a host. We've been involved with the planning, like you said, about a year, and the dates for the conference are June 18th through the 21st. It will be in St. Petersburg at a beautiful hotel right across from the Bay, the Bayfront Hilton, and it's all to help people who work in communications, who serve the church in the area of communications, to improve their skills, to uh, gain new ideas, brainstorm how we can better evangelize through our communication messages, through our communication tools, through the new technologies that are being introduced every day. The media landscape is changing drastically. And so this is a conference that you can go to to kind of stay up to date with what's happening and how to apply that in the church and through through our ministries. Um, The theme is navigating communications. And um, so two things I want to tell you about the theme. One is why navigate communications? Because this kind of lends itself to that time that we're living in. We're living in a time of, of actually turmoil and change, drastic change. And so um, there are stormy seas out there that we have to navigate in the area of communications. We have decisions to make um, to be good stewards of the funds that are entrusted to us. And so we have to make sure that we're putting our best effort out there for God, and we are evangelizing with our communication methods. And so one of the things we're actually going to be looking at at the conference is analytics, which is really important. It's, It's another way to provide feedback on the communication channels that you're using. Are they effective? How to measure that? And how to make that courageous decision to possibly change what you're doing to be more effective, to be more relevant to people. So those are things we're asking all the time. So we're going to help people navigate communications. That's the theme. And one little fun aspect of the theme is that we have um, a sunset boat tour that we're taking the first night of the conference. So we will be um, sailing into the sunset. And it just is a great way to kick off, of course, the theme. Now, you went to the one last year. I believe it was in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, What was your takeaway from that conference? and, And what will we see here? Well, my takeaway from the Green Bay Conference was one of an opportunity to share so much with other people who do the same work that I do. And there were 300 people there. So you know that a lot of the dioceses are represented in some fashion at this event. And uh, to be able to hear from the best and brightest in the area of communications, serving the church, and to learn new ideas from them that you can apply to what you're doing. For example, one of the areas is websites. We're going to be launching a new website here in the Diocese of St. Petersburg. And starting a project like that can be a little overwhelming. But we uh, had sessions last year that we went to that kind of walked through the process and helped us to know what to look for, especially in terms of design trends, um, you know, uh, and also to be compliant with the new laws. And we're also having a track this year about websites. So if you're thinking about doing a new website next year, this is something, a place you want to be. In the past, it was primarily for 
editors and writers for the local Catholic newspapers and the national Catholic papers. But as you said, there's so much evolving technology going on. Uh, Catholic newspapers are now developing websites or have already developed websites and reaching new ways to podcast, to bring social media awareness to parishioners. So this conference is not just for newspaper people. It's for people in the pews or, or those that are working at the parish level, parish bulletin editors and that kind of thing. Yes. So the Catholic Press Association is organizing the conference. And back 50, 40 years ago, I mean, there were really only, you know, in our in our nation, there were only a few ways to really do mass communications. I mean, there was a newspaper industry, there was television, there was radio, but just the media landscape has evolved just in our in our world so drastically to offer so many new channels for communication. So, and at, accordingly, the Catholic Press Association has also evolved to have opportunities to learn in all these areas. So there are six tracks, and, and the tracks are editorial, design, marketing sales, social media digital, communications, and radio. So really, I believe that if you are working in some capacity uh, in the church, you know, at a university level, at a parish level, at a school level, working for a publication of the church, working in a, in a radio field of the church, as you are, John, so anybody who serves in a, in a communications capacity in the church will find something very useful here to help them grow in their skills. Some of our workshops have to do with social media. There's one called Bringing Photos and Words to Life Through Design. There's also a topic called Digital Discipleship. There's one about video and how to make better videos. And also how to do better in the digital space. You know, our culture is becoming much more digital. So how does the church translate our methods of communications to be in that digital space. And so those are a lot of the topics that will be covered. We're also looking at communicating in a crisis, how to do that, and uh, how to start podcasting is going to be one of the topics, and how to spread the gospel via radio and through other methods. So those are a lot of the topics, and so I believe anybody can benefit from that. Not only are we got these tracks, but you've got some experts in those fields that are coming in from all over the country to speak on these uh, these various topics. Yes, and I would be um, remiss to not include Canada because also we have people coming from Canada. That's right. And so this is actually an international conference. And we have a keynote speaker this year who's coming from the Vatican. His name is Monsignor John Kennedy, and he is the head of the disciplinarian section for the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. And so he has a very important role. He's actually an Irish priest, but he has an important role there at the Vatican, and it's a very timely topic. And so he will be here to share with all of the Catholic communicators, what is the Vatican doing in the area of preventing child abuse and increasing transparency and accountability to the, to the community? And so that'll be really helpful for us as Catholic communicators to, to get some information from him on how we can cover this important issue and provide accuracy provide clarity, provide context, and and provide hope and healing on this very important issue. One of the tracks that interests me, of course, is radio, and, and Spirit FM is located right here in the Tampa-St. Petersburg market. You know, years ago, there was a something called the Catholic Communication Arts Professionals, UNDA, that uh, sort of merged with the Catholic Press Association, and they've created a, a radio track this year as well. Right. So this is the first year that the Catholic Media Conference will feature a radio track. So that is hoping to attract 
radio stations from around the country to grow in their skills, to learn new ideas, to share with each other. And the Catholic Radio Association is helping uh, to plan that track. I mean, they're part of our planning committee, the president of that group. So I think it's really important that they wanted to highlight radio this year for the first time because we have a radio station. And not just any radio station. I mean, I want to give you uh, uh, some credit here, John. I mean, Spirit FM has been around for 30 years. They're a 100,000-watt radio station that reaches, uh, I think, four different dioceses with um, the amount of power that you have and uh, about 90,000 listeners per week tuning in. It's really an amazing uh, tool that we have here in evangelization. And just a little bit about Spirit, which I'm sure you can add on to, is that not all of our listeners are Catholic. And we know that about half of our listeners are Catholic and about half are of other Christian denominations. So in some respects, we have the opportunity to introduce the Catholic faith to these other people and to welcome them and invite them to be part of our community. And so that's an amazing opportunity for evangelization. And we also know that People who are listening probably are of no background of any faith or maybe not participating in any church. And we have the opportunity to teach them about the faith. I know you have the rosary on early in the morning. You have the mass on at 11 a.m. You have a lot of segments that you do with priests and other diocesan leaders talking about the, the, the faith and things happening in our diocese. But besides that, you play a lot of Christian music. Right. We're a music station. And, you know, that's the interesting thing. When, when we first went on the air in, in 1986, there were only four other Catholic radio stations in the country. Today, there are over 100. Uh, most of them are owned, privately owned, but there's still a handful that are owned by dioceses, and Spirit FM is one of them. But many are, are EWTN affiliates or relevant radio affiliates, so they're mostly doing talk radio. So one of the tracks that we're talking about is the exploration of what music can bring to you in casting the net and navigating those seas that we talked about uh, in our communication to reach out beyond just the Catholic walls to touch lives outside. Now, we know that that many people, uh, non-Catholics, also listen to Catholic talk radio as well, but you can go a little bit in greater Broader. depth in, into the faith through talk and explanation. Spirit of Fem's charism is more geared to let's b- show people the interest and bring them what the Catholic faith is about, and if you want to know more, we invite you to attend one of our churches here in the Bay Area. And we're having someone from the Radio Research Consortium, RRC, which is a sort of an arm of Nielsen ratings to come in and talk about how we can analyze and better read what, how we're reaching our people, what the media trends are, not just in radio, but across the communication spectrum, and not just related to uh, Catholic communication, but communication in general. Another big track is fundraising. That's always something for nonprofits, but especially uh, for Catholic radio stations. And uh, we'll be sharing some of the ideas and brainstorming with the groups that, and the people that attend on what success stories we've had, and hopefully what you have had, so that we all can grow better as Catholic broadcasters. Right. And actually, speaking about broadcasting, there is an event, one of the evenings of the conference, it's called the Gabriel Awards Banquet. Right. And that is where broadcasters attend. They don't have to be Catholic, I believe. It's, no, it's anybody. Yeah. And they are recognized for their efforts to lift up the human spirit. Mm-hmm. That's people who receive a Gabriel Award is because in some way they're contributing to lifting up the human spirit. Interesting. Spirit of them, but you know, really um, helping the human condition, and so it's a wonderful way to recognize people who are, you know, doing something positive with broadcasting. Because we know there are so many channels that don't lift the human spirit; they bring down the human spirit. Local television stations usually participate. 
national networks. I know that HBO, uh, 60 Minutes uh, in the past, NPR, uh, Canadian Broadcasting Network, all of them have received Gabriel Awards for programming. Spirit FM has been fortunate to re- receive a handful of awards as well. So it's a great night to celebrate communications. And then on Friday night is the Catholic Press Association. Uh, they're big for print awards. Well, it's not just print, too. They also give out awards for communication departments, for social doing media. yeah, for doing social media, websites, and other communication campaigns. But traditionally, it has been for publications, for awards in uh, editorial design, coverage of particular issues. So that'll be a very exciting time. And just to kind of, I know you're a little modest, but I think your station has won Best Religious Station of the Year for what, eight times? No, we haven't won it that three. We've <laughs> oh, won three times we've won we've won nine total awards nine total um, awards yeah. and three of them have been radio station of the year yeah, Woo-hoo, yeah. way to go and, and bishop parks uh, took a i think it was a, a social media last year he did our bishop won a best twitter by a bishop last year bishop gregory parks and he will actually be celebrating the closing mass of the conference on friday at the cathedral so that's very exciting hey uh Teresa, also you know I, uh, the times that i have been to the conference some of the great things happen outside of the tracks, outside of the meetings, when you're able to socialize, as you say, and network with people and and share ideas in a casual way. So it's not just while it's the tracks are very important in some of the in some of the classes, a lot of good networking and brainstorming of ideas takes place as well. Right. There's actually an expo hall as well. So I mean there are vendors who will be there who specifically work with the church, want to work with the church. A lot of them are faithful Catholics who operate these businesses and ministries. And it's a great way to learn about new opportunities where you might be able to expand in the areas of communications. So that's one area. But then also the the socializing. There's a big part with also the prayer aspect, because we, we will be having mass every day of the conference. And also we'll have a prayer room at the hotel that will be open throughout the day. So people can go there and really uh, spend some time with the Lord and really just pray and uh, and help them recharge their batteries. A lot of times in communications, we are working at a very fast pace, working on deadlines. So this conference is an opportunity to also just have that moment to also pray and to recharge your batteries. A lot of people will say, well, it's, you're going to St. Petersburg, June 18th through the 21st. How can I parlay my work by coming to St. Petersburg, coming to Florida, coming to the Great Beaches. We have a lot to offer for people who are maybe sitting on the fence and maybe considering uh, not only coming to the conference, but but uh, making it a, a vacation as well. Well, sure. And one area, too, is fellowship. Is it a big part of this conference, which I haven't mentioned yet? But the opportunity to meet people from around the country and, like I said, from around North America who are uh, also serving in church ministries in the area of communications. And you can develop those relationships that can really be really helpful when you're trying something new, exploring some new initiatives, or maybe you're in a situation that you've never been in before and you want to have that mentor to guide you. This is the goal of this conference, is to build those relationships. So we're all in this together. We're not feeling like we're isolated on an island somewhere. And um, in terms of enjoying the area, I mean, we definitely have a lot for visitors to enjoy here in St. Petersburg. Right across from the hotel is the Dali Museum, the Salvador Dali Museum. And that museum is a beautiful work of art in itself, the building. But also they have the um, the, the most number of, of works of Dali from outside Europe. So it's an amazing way to really uh, learn about that artist. And uh, of course, we have big attractions here like Bush Gardens and the aquariums. And there's the Clearwater Marine Aquarium where you can meet the famous dolphin 
dolphins hope in winter. That's right. Hope being the key word here. So if I'm interested in attending, where do I sign up? What's the website to find out more? Sure. So the website is catholicmediaconference.org. So anyone can go to that website and learn more about the tracks, the speakers, uh, register to attend. I do want to say one last thing, and it's really all about the awards, the classes, the master camps, the educational opportunities. They're all really just designed to help us glorify God. We want to be better disciples. We have really awesome responsibilities in our role in you know, spreading the gospel and serving the church. So this is just an opportunity to grow and to be better at what we do, but not for us, but for God. And uh, that website, one more time. CatholicMediaConference.org.